This is William Eastman, managing partner for BrokeWorks Media and station director at IBGR. If you listen to any of our broadcasts, you know we consider all entrepreneurs part of one family. People who are the heroes of our societies because they put their soul into the game and risk failure for everybody else. We want to meet and get to know everyone, like having a family reunion. Plus, to provide the highest quality of programming, we need to hear from you. The place to start is to become a subscriber. Every week we will send you our broadcasting schedule, links to show notes, and occasionally a gift like something practical from our toolbox. It is simple to do. Go to our Join Us page, sign up, and become part of the most important global community, entrepreneurs. Never forget, we create over 50% of the jobs around the world. We look forward to meeting This is William Eastman, Managing Partner for GrowthWorks Media and Station Director for IBGR. One of my jobs is finding great on-air talent, consultants and business owners with presence and a story to tell. We're expanding our broadcast team to represent our four core time zones, North America, Australia, New Zealand, Singapore, and the Philippines, the India subcontinent, and the last of four, United Kingdom, Ireland, Europe, and Africa. If you are a small business consultant or business owner and would like to audition for an on-air slot in our six-hour show cycle, contact the station director, and that is at programming at btr.network. We will respond to your email within one business day. Thanks for listening, and don't miss this great opportunity to put the world back to work and grow with us. to Business Processes and People Talk with Tina. And this is episode P3043 on the IBGR Network, also known as International Business Growth Radio Network. Welcome back, and thank you for staying with us. I am your host. My name is Tina Obugo. You can gather show notes for this particular episode when you go on our website, ibgr.network and click on the home tab and then the listen us tab and then you'll be able to see the show notes the episode you're looking for is p3.04.3 now the p3 stands for people stage three growth of business and then 04 is the episode we're talking on and that is standard operating procedures are available for all processes and three the last uh, number there is that it is season three of our show connect with us on facebook twitter linkedin instagram at ibjr network and some exciting news 
IBTR network is now available on the go. You can click right on our website and download the app, IBGR app for your Android device or your iOS device so that you can listen to us on the go wherever you are. It's made it so simple. I mean, you don't have to miss any of your favorite shows anymore. You can also always catch on on your on your favorite show. So you want to be sure to download the, the, the app from our website. You can also get a free ebook. We have a fantastic gift for you. You see, at the beginning of season three, we had a big launch. We had a world summit for season three. And it was really, really great. I mean, it took five days. So one week we had that. And um, it was just a great way of connecting with our audience. And you can catch the replay. If you go on our social media platforms, Facebook and YouTube, you'll be able to see the replay and be able to connect and put a face to those your own air talent that you always like to listen to. That's one way of seeing them. So you want to be sure to, to get on, on, on that and assess that as well. Uh, before the break, we started discussing what you need to do as a business owner to have standard operating procedures for all processes. And so in continuing with that, another thing you want to ensure that you have in place is that ensure the standard operating procedure is written to align with the policies and procedures of the organization. You see, each business or company has their different policies which guide the overall operations of a business. The first thing you should have in place as a business owner is this. You know, as you put your processes, as you put uh, structure in place, as you, your policies and everything, you also want to ensure that you have your SOPs in place. Now, SOPs are standard operating procedures. So if you don't have it, um, um, if, if when you started your business as a startup, and in your startup stage, you didn't have that. Now you're making money. You've been able to put some things in place. Now is the time to refine your business and to put all of those things in place so that there's a standard way of doing things within your business, especially if you are expanding, if you're having branches or you're having, you know, at this point in your business, you are having, you're not the only one who is responsible for doing everything anymore. So you probably have um, layers of um, reporting lines. You have people who are working in your business and you want to ensure that things are done in a standard way. So one way of doing that is ensuring that you have SOPs in place for the different tasks that are performed within your business. Uh, you, you need to have guidelines in place. So once you have this in place, you, 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 it helps you to structure how things are done. People know where to assess which uh, um, um, resource. Um, it eases information inflow communication because once people know where to go to for which document they know the steps to take when they're performing a particular task it helps them to come up with professional and standard way of doing things that meet the quality that you desire for your business now um when i left the banking industry i had um, 
um, I had a project I was working on, and that was while I was in, in the United Kingdom. And it was for a children's trust hospital, you know, the hospital, a, a, a hospital that took care of children with disabilities. And I remember that at some time we, we needed to standardize the way things were done in that, in that place because um, they had different kinds of employees. So the different levels of employees, they had those who were full-time, they had those who were temporary, they had those who were just what we would call essential uh, uh, staff. And so they came in when they just had the need um, to be there because it wasn't at every time that you had the facility being at, uh, at uh, uh, full. You had some children who were um, not resident there, so they came in uh, from time to time. Uh, some would be um, resident there for a short time, some were there permanently, and there were those who came in day in, day out, and moved around. So it was important that we had SOPs in place so that whenever people come in to do work there, so whether they were full-time employees, whether they were temporary employees, whether they were just those essential staff that had to come in for just specific um, times because they had a need to be there, what we did was to have SOPs for every task, for every function, so that when people come in, they know what to do, they know what is expected, that there was a standardized way of doing things. And that's what you want to have in your business. It's very important. Now, another thing is that involve employees in writing SOPs. Now, when there's a need to write or review SOPs, so whether you're starting out writing it for the first time or in the course of your business, you find that certain things have changed, the way things are, are, are being done um, does not really meet the desired outcome. Like there's a need to change certain things. You want to get those who actually use those um, uh, instructions. You want to get them involved in writing the SOPs. Get, get the team involved and ask them how they think the job should be performed. I mean, if it is an SOP that requires cross-functional uh, departmental duties. Let the different departments participate with their inputs. These are the people who are going to, uh, who you are going to ask to adhere to the SOP. So you want to be sure that it makes sense to them and that all the necessary tasks are included. The, uh, the, there will be multiple drafts and reviews. People will look at it. You invite them to review the drafts, make whatever suggestions edit what is necessary before you eventually adopt it for implementation. But you also want to ensure that you organize SOPs to be clear for every function within uh, with the specific details for responsibility. This is very key for standardization to take place, that you ensure that SOPs include the details of what to do at each point how to do it, um, what to do in cases of emergency, or when a new staff resumes. It, it takes into consideration the health and safety of, of staff that are working in that um, department or in that, with that particular task. You know, this allows for smooth flow of process in the business and helps the right people to do the job. It will also serve as a motivator for employees when they know what to do. And it's also very important, we, I, I talked about this earlier, that we train employees. So training of staff 
um, who use the, the SOP so that they know what to do, they know what is expected of them, is another very essential uh, component of what you need to do. And then lastly, you want to ensure that you review SOPs annually. SOPs should be reviewed at least, at least once a year. In some industries, it's done to, um, um, once in two years. But depending on the business, your business need, depending on your industry, you may want to look at it once a year and see um, what has changed. What do you need to do, do, do differently? And there may be times where you may even need to review it sooner than one year. So you may have to review it. You may not have to wait till the end of the, of the calendar year to renew to review them. So you want to be able to ensure that your SOPs are up to date at every point in time. Because SOPs act as a guide for daily operations. So it is important that you frequently seek to know if the SOPs you have are achieving the purpose, they are meeting compliance, or is it too ambiguous? Or what needs to change? So this review should be done by whoever needs to use the SOP owners and then um, those who are in the business need to be involved as well when the review is being done. And so as we round off, um, the, my overall takeaway that I want you to have in this episode is that having standard operating process, uh, procedures available for all processes in your business will ensure quality and compliance are at the heart of your operations. It will also save you tons of money because you have simplified easy access of workflow available. It is also important to state at this point that for you to have SOPs available, um, you, you, you want to ensure that you're meeting statutory requirements as well because you're a legal entity. And so this has been our show today. Um, next week on Business Processes and People Talk with Tina, we'll cover the topic information necessary to perform is readily available. What are the, what are the key and important information that has to be available for employees to function at their best in the company? You want to be part of it. Next story up is Ati Moore from South Africa in our People Lane. I will be back with you next time. Thank you for listening to Business Processes and People Talk with Tina episode. Standard operating procedures are available for all processes on the IBGR network. Be well. And then